Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast. My name is Corey Tyndall, as always, and this week I was joined by one of my good friends and former podcast guest, Eli Haba. Uh, the last time he was on, he talked about uh, anti-Semitism and kind of the history around that and uh, where we're at as a society today. And uh, this time we decided to talk about something 100% different, uh, and that is being arrested. Um, the first little bit of this podcast, we do talk about the uh, geopolitical situation after World War II of the Middle East, but that's just because we're big old fucking nerds. But then we get into... Uh, Eli essentially has this extreme criminal record from when he was a teenager. So we dive into um, his drug use, why he was arrested, how many times he should have been arrested, um, which is almost double the amount of times he was. Um, so I thought this was a really fun podcast. I think you guys will enjoy it. So let's get into it. I did one in um, Thompson Square Park, and it was it was way more calm than here. It was like you couldn't really hear anything except for like when a dog at the dog park would bark. And right. then I did one here that actually had some technical issues, so it never actually went out. But we had like multiple homeless people ask us for money in the middle in of recording. In yeah, in this in park, Thompson, in Thompson Square Park, I feel like is crazy though, because Thompson, you have so many heroin addicts in that park. That is true. But I mean, you have more here now, but yeah, Tom's good. The thing Tom's about heroin is you don't become more talkative, I don't think. That's true. I've never done it, but I've never seen a heroin addict like, more go nappy. up and start a conversation. Yeah. We're like, this is more of a cocaine park. Yeah. That's like, I want. I see that guy. He's got a microphone. I'm going to go talk to him. Yeah, you do get a lot of that here because we do the mic over there. Yeah. And uh, you get guys coming in every, I think today I didn't see it and I was there for oh, the whole wow. thing. But pretty much every day you see people coming in and they're trying to like, there's one guy who wants to sing for everyone. Yep. Dude, look at that squirrel's tail. Whoa. It like got burned or something. I don't know what's going on there. They had the He's protest fine. today, by the way, was <laughs> yeah. like an Asian protest. An Asian protest. But like in support of. Like they were in oh, protest. They're not Asians. anti-Asians. Right. All right. Because apparently like some woman got set on fire. Whoa. For being Asian. That's for not something. I don't want to know how much um, I want to go on record about that. Because I have no idea what happened. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say right now, like neither of us, I haven't heard anything yeah. about that. Where was that? I have no idea. So, it's just like, that's, but that's what they were talking about that's on the what megaphone. It was. it was an Asian, pan-Asian protest, which wow. I just thought was interesting in concept. Yeah. Because, like, it's a continent, you know? Right. And, like, you know, Iraqi people, Indian people, Bengali people, they're all Asian. That's true. The Manchu people, as well as the Tibetan people, are all Asian. And you're, like, standing in solidarity for Asian people. It's like, are you standing in solidarity then with the Chinese and the the Uyghur people? Uyghur. Uyghur people. Yeah. Thank you. All Asian. All You're right. I don't—I also don't think—I mean, one, we're not the ones who are going to be able to— 
parse out this problem. Right. Uh, that's what I wanted to be on, that's an what, expert on today, <laughs> was different Asian ethnicities. Yeah, let's talk about all the Asians and how much they suck There are so many of them. Yeah, there right. are so many different Asian people. Um, I'm kidding. I like the Asians. But, I'm a fan of the culture. I have to, my favorites. But I, yeah, yeah but let's, I'm a fan of the culture. Let's stay away from that one. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to be like England breaking up <laughs> the Middle East after World War II where they just like, you know, drew some lines right. somewhere. It's like, I don't know. I like you. I don't like you. That's my, if so you ever you look at a map here. and you see like straight lines places, yeah, that's right. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. When really it's just like draw the lines where the rivers are. Cause that's what people that's used great. to do. Yeah. Like that's how the tribes were split up in like olden times. Yeah. Was like that's where mountain ranges, the borders. Yeah, mountain yeah, range, like all natural shit. And we're like, nah, we're drawing a line straight through the middle of this river. Right. <laughs> and cutting apart like ancestral lands and oil fields. Yeah. 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 It doesn't really work when you tell one like when two groups of people share an ancestral land, and you're like, all right, you get half of it, and you get half of it, and they're like, wait, no, we want all of it. Right. <laughs> And or then when you just like years force like people to because that was what happened in um i think like the yugoslavian conflict that was like the big thing there was that you had like croatian people serbian people and bosnian people right all living right next to each other and they but their difference was ethnic it wasn't hmm. nationalist right. so like bosnian people were muslims they were they were bosniaks okay most of them. all right and then you had those were like the culturally Bosnian people and then the Serbians I think were Christian and then the the Croatians were like Orthodox or something so also yeah. believed in Jesus but not the same thing right and then when the Ottoman Empire fell they were like cool with each other for however long a thousand years however long yeah. the Ottoman Empire was around uh, but the Austro-Hungarian Empire came in and they're like no, no no you guys are all now Yugoslavia right is who you are you're all Slavic right. people and so you're all a nation yeah. and they're like no we hate them right like cause so a dude like uh, Nikola Tesla was born in Croatia yeah in terms of land borders but he was a Serb because even though he was born there and his family lived there he was a Christian he wasn't Orthodox interesting so that was kind of what bred that whole conflict is you have like all these people forced to live with each other that Ethnically speaking, we're not like I'm not Croatian, I'm Serbian, but you're right. telling me I have a Croatian passport, and so that's you do that for 80, 90 years, and then yeah. you have the conflict. It's interesting that that all of those people, like they they all hate each other, and there's huge conflicts. But then as soon as they all move to another country like England or here, they're fine with completely mixing. Because it's it's just like the rules here were always oh no we accept everybody you have to mix mm -hmm. where the rules there were like and we're separated we hate them we don't want them in our land like, I think all I've this met other like stuff. I've met Serbian people that don't like uh, Albanian people is a big one Serbs I found don't in like the Albanians United States? in the United States yeah, yeah. but they and have met, to like, deal with them they, is right, my point right, yeah it's not like violent right yeah where like they're fighting wars over over it over there right. Meanwhile, they come here and it's just like they're giving each other weird looks across the park. Right. And like, you know, um, no, that's that's always so interesting to me how how the West really kind of fucked up the East um, or everyone who who didn't have gunpowder around the 1800s just just got yeah. royally fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's it, I mean, it makes logical sense, but it's also like from the west point of view like england do they just not care did they get it wrong did they like was this calculated i mean it's like you're judging the decisions of people by you're judging the decisions of someone who lived 
two or three hundred years ago by today's standards, right? So it's, I think that's difficult to do because like back then, like, yeah, colonialism was like, that was just very much the way, like England was an empire. Yeah. And at that time it was the largest and most powerful empire around. Right. I mean, it still is to date the largest empire ever. Right. But like, so you're judging that, like, that was like their way of life almost. And like to like an Englishman in 1800, there would be nothing wrong with like killing the Zulus in right. Southern Africa, right? Right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, a hundred yeah, years I, from now, like, your uh, whatever, great-grandkids or whoever they are, are gonna look back on you and be like, man, I can't believe he lived his life in whatever. Like, there's gonna yeah, be right. cultural norms today that are looked at with, like, almost shame a hundred or two hundred years from now. Right. Just like that was the same thing a hundred years ago. For sure. I'm more talking about, um, like, after World War II when they just, like, drew the borders of these countries. Because it's, like, yes, it was 60, 70 years ago, but I feel like they could have asked them, like, hey, do you hate him or him? Okay, Mm. let's put you separate. (laughs) I feel like they were doing that, though, even, like, before. Because, like, you you had Western European countries, like, France... Belgium, the Dutch, the English, yeah. they were all over like Asia and Africa well before even World War One. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't think we're going to be able to figure it out, but uh, you and I probably it's, it's, not. No, yeah. prob- probably not. It's an interesting uh, thought though, just or I guess uh, exercise. I don't know. Try and like figure out old geopolitics and how they were thinking about it, but um today we got a more fun topic yeah i'm excited for this um especially with today's today's climate uh so you asked me before have i ever been arrested i said no but i have a few friends that have but you asking me immediately made me intrigued of like what have you done that i don't know about (laughs) uh, i've been arrested like four times holy shit which i'm told is the national average so what? yeah, that's what I heard well, when I was arrested like my third time. I was told that uh, four is the national <laughs> average. So well, I think I'm it? I'm right at the top of the bell curve. Well, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Just, yeah, uh, I had well because I used to drink and yeah. I don't anymore. And so uh-huh. I had mostly when I was pretty young, like in high school, I had a, a bunch of encounters with uh, lo- local authorities. Yeah. And yeah. So I was arrested four times, and I think I, I probably could have been arrested two or three more times. Wow. Uh, but I, I wasn't, fortunately. So, yeah. I guess my first question is, so all four of these were for the same thing, pretty much just no. like being belligerent, or would you like spice uh, it up every just, time you got drunk? You know, delinquent behavior, different. usually. Yeah, I was like, I was stoned or I was on something. Um, it was like delinquent behavior that was kind of as a result of uh, of the way I was, like, drinking and using drugs back then. Yeah. So, like, my first three times getting arrested... I'm sorry, my my second two times getting arrested uh, was for shoplifting because I was, like, yeah. stealing stuff just to be able to, like, hawk it to buy to buy drugs later. Oh, shit. Yeah, my See, first time I got like... arrested was for arson. Wow. On a technicality. Right. Yeah, arson <laughs> you was... Got a, re- wait, yeah. you lit something on fire and then they got you by I started a technicality? A fire. That's yeah. pretty fucking awesome. A forest fire. <laughs> What's up, guys? We're doing a podcast. Yeah, I, I can see. Yeah? Walking around trying to sell some No, I don't need... I thought need, that was uh, like bug spray. I don't... 
I don't need shaving cream <laughs> off the street. Oh shit. Yeah. That's fine. I'll edit it. Uh huh. I'll talk to you later. The, uh, it was honestly a thought I had. I was like, I feel like if I get like far enough away from the mic, that might not happen. The the open mic. But then oh, as soon as I saw you the see them, I was yeah. like, yeah, now they're coming. We'll just address it. Whatever. Um, all right. So, arson. Yeah. Let's let's run through these in in order. But let's start. Um, let's start like before you got arrested the first time like did you just get into drinking and and a lot of drugs just because oh, or just this like, kind of podcast i mean you, we can we don't have to it's totally I, yeah, I up care. to you if you're like um, no nah, i don't want to get into the whole backstory and even if it's like a short like oh yeah i hate my mom so i got into drinking then, i love my mom oh there you go yeah my mom right. and i have a lot in common um <laughs> she's also been arrested four times no i don't know if she's ever been arrested it wouldn't surprise me we'll get her on the phone call her up um <laughs> I'm kidding. but yeah no i uh yeah i started I started, like, smoking weed probably right around the time I turned, like, 12. Yeah. And then I started drinking soon after that. And, uh, yeah, I just really liked it from yeah. a young age. It's, I liked it a lot. It is fun. Um, and that became kind of, like, by the time I was, like, 13, uh, that became, like, almost all of my identity. Is that Ryan hitting on those two girls? Yeah, he's trying yes, to shell those girls' uh, shavings, shave the shaving cream. Shaving I think. cream, yeah. You think he gave him a discount past the five dollars that he already I gave us? I was hanging out with him before, and five dollars seemed to be the price all day. All so. right. Well, I don't know. They're cute. He probably went down to three fifty. Yeah. Oh, that was his <laughs> opener. Well, I might have to get him on. He's had a crazy fucking life, like yeah. the mail order bride he thing. He actually, and then like a month ago, crazy. He, asked, he asked me if I'd ever been arrested, like a month or two oh. ago, and he said he wanted to do a thing where he had a podcast exclusively with people that had been arrested before, and they kind of just tell him stories or bullshit about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a great idea for a podcast until yeah. you start, like having to search the homeless people shooting up heroin because you can't find enough people that have been right. arrested. Um, but, uh, okay, so you're, you're like, super young when you're starting off drinking and smoking. Cause like, yeah, I think I'd say probably pretty young for someone. I mean, 12, 13, started. East, I mean, so a lot, of my, a lot of my listeners are in the Midwest, and I think we kind of start a little bit later in mm. life. Um, East Coasters seem to start drinking, doing drugs, and having sex before other people in in the country. I think the West Coast does too, for the record. But yeah, um, well, it's also like when you say East Coast, you're probably talking about like major metropolitan areas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so the whole about New like, York, like DC, New York, yeah, uh, Boston. There's also I've noticed um, different types of drugs based on uh, like drug use on the East Coast versus the Midwest versus the west coast right um that's why easier to get cocaine here way i've yeah. i didn't know anybody who did cocaine until i moved here except really? for like there were like one or two people in college where you're like oh they do coke oh that's crazy but then you move here and it's like hey, everybody does coke where how like, old were you when you moved here uh 22 just about to be 23 wow um yeah. however my my college was a lot of mushrooms a lot of acid uh, a lot of weed um where'd like you go salvia michigan tech so it was like a seven thousand person university up in like the middle of nowhere so mm. it's like in the woods so it makes sense that you would right. do like these psychedelics so and like hippie shit yeah. yes it's very similar to the university of vermont yeah um 
Where, like, you come out here and it's just like, oh, no, I had cocaine for breakfast. And then- <laughs> yeah, I went to school in Newark. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I went to Rutgers Ooh. University Newark campus. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, I, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I just started uh, drinking pretty young, uh, smoking weed pretty young. And then just, like, adding things to that. Yeah. So, I'd, like, smoke pot and I started doing that more regularly and I was drinking... And then, uh, I don't know, somewhere along the line, somebody gave me a painkiller one day. Oh, and shit. I was like, all right, those are great. Those are... <laughs> and then I started doing, uh, like, mushrooms or something. Yeah. And somebody gave me some ecstasy once. Yeah. And then by the time somebody gave me cocaine for the first time, uh, I was like, hell yeah. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. How old were you at that point? I was probably 15. 15? Holy Maybe shit. 16. See, yeah. I'm like, in my mind, you're you're trying all these things, and I'm like... All right, so weed was twelve, alcohol was thirteen, like ecstasy was fifteen, cocaine Most was eighteen. Most of it was like, like my sophomore year, just like maybe junior through. year of high school. Yeah, probably sophomore year of high school. Wow. Yeah, because that's when like also, so it was a weird thing that happened, which was like, I mean, I was I was smoking weed and drinking because I I liked it. Yeah. Right. And so from a young age, I had a friend who also he liked it. We were the same yeah. age. Um, but that was like it. You know, we didn't really hang out. I didn't have a lot of friends, so I wasn't like very uh, popular in Who high need school. Friends when you're high, you know. Yeah, and that wasn't even the reason. I just <laughs> no, like I, I just enjoyed it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So I I wasn't like going to parties or anything. I was never really invited. Right. And then something happened when I was about like uh, like 15 or 16. When I was like I was doing more drugs, and I started to my like my drug use started to catch up with and kind of catch the attention of older kids oh so shit. then it became that like one or two of my friends were in my grade but most yeah. of the people i was hanging out with were right. like juniors and seniors when i was younger they were like this kid's cool he can hang with us they like, were just doing the same stuff yeah and so that like makes sense. yeah i mean i was i was hanging i guess harder than a lot of their friends so <laughs> right. i just became yeah just became friends that's how i met one of my best friends today uh, we met at like some party I got invited to. He gave me a ride home, and uh, yeah, we were just like real honest with each other about like the stuff we were doing. Cause even like at that age, yeah, it was like it was more intense. Like I was already lying to people, right, about like my youth. And like I remember when I was like I was probably seventeen, and I got into this like argument with this dude over a girl big fuzz stupid high school drama yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah yeah and uh we like met up in a parking lot because he had to like yeah, we were either gonna fight or he was gonna give me something i don't remember what it was not like fist fight <laughs> argue and so we met up in this parking lot and he like starts going off at me and he's like you're you're you have a coke problem yeah. And in my head, like, my immediate, my knee-jerk reaction, my retort was going to be like, dude, I do 90% of the coke I do at home by myself. How could you know I have a coke problem? That's <laughs> preposterous. And, like, I caught myself, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, the, but that didn't register you at the time that that's kind of weird? Or by like, the time I was, like, 15, 16, so, like, before that interaction, yeah. I was like, I knew there was something abnormal Yeah. about, like, the way I, I drank and used drugs, but I was like, eh. It's just I enjoy it. Yeah, you know? it's fun, and it wasn't necessarily like a problem for me yet. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, how often were you doing cocaine at your house by yourself? Um, uh, I mean, a few days a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. know. It depends. I mean, there was times I would do it every day for for weeks on end, and then there was times I wouldn't do it for a while. Okay. I haven't actually so it wasn't I haven't like been a, sober this long, but I haven't done cocaine since I was like 17. Well, that's good. Yeah. 
So it's it's um, it wasn't like a physical dependency. It was really just like no, like it's when more you like would go when weeks say without like having. You can't be addicted to weed. People say. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily true. Because, like, either. maybe you can't be physically addicted. I don't know the science behind it. But right. you can totally have, like, a mental dependency on just being intoxicated. For sure. And so, like, I yeah. had that. Stimulants were my favorite. But I had yeah. that for sure. Just, it didn't matter what it was. That makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah. No, the the weed thing, I, like, especially. Oh, shit. There's, like, a real-ass fight going on. That's, uh, they were throwing haymakers. Did he just hand him his phone? He just stopped fighting know. to hand him the, his phone. I don't know. Wow. I will, well, now it kind of looks like one of the guys is going after someone else, but he got held back. I don't know. They normally cool there are like on, park though. cops. Yeah, they look great. Yeah, they uh, look good Normally fighting. there are park cops other places. They seem to be walking away. That was a quick one. I don't think anything landed. Um, he looked like he caught like a knee to the face, though. That one guy in the white looks older than other people. So... Hmm. They might be. Uh, they might be going back for round two. I don't know. There's two distinct camps going on, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of bystanders just kind of watching. That's. I love it. Seeing people fight in public. <laughs> it definitely. It's fun. Uh, it's just like. I mean. I don't. I hate to do it. Yeah. I've never. I've never been in. A, in a fight. I actually did an episode on getting into fights with uh, Peter Garacci of this podcast. I think I've been um, in two, and I've been terrified in both. I, I don't like, like it. I I've come close, but then it's just like I'm so big that I I don't really want to fight, and then the other person I don't think ever really wants to fight me. You're a pretty so big dude. You so look like, like, and then like the more you know about you, like you're from the Midwest, so yeah. I assume you're like a farmer. Yeah, pretty like, much. See, like you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, you yeah. lift bales of hay or uh-huh. something. Yeah. Like so you're a big guy. I used and to assume roof you're houses, pretty strong. So that yeah, was there you yeah. go. Roof houses. I lived in a warehouse, so I don't work out too much, but I have a layer of muscle underneath a layer of fat. So. Yeah. Um, who are we talking about? So the yeah, so I was gonna say, um, we like yes, it's not a physical dependency like alcohol, where like your body can go through withdrawals, but like there's definitely a mental part of it where like if you smoke weed every day for a month and then you just stop and then you have to sit there by yourself, your thought is continuous, continuously gonna be, I should get high, I should get high, I should yeah. get high, I should get high, and even though your body's and that's, I fine think, for mentally, like a you're kind of that would happen. Right. If you're somebody who for would sure. go, especially at a young age to being like a total stoner or like a garbage head where you're just going to use anything like you're just you so very much want to not feel how you're normally feeling yeah that anything even if you're not physically addicted to something you just want anything you want to get any kind of respite from how you're feeling generally yeah yeah so that was you're saying that was pretty much high school like late middle school early high school where you're like most of my high school career yeah so i started getting like in trouble I got in trouble uh, when I was like, I don't even remember how old I was. I was either like 13 or 14 or something. Okay. And I went into the woods with a couple friends of mine and we were lighting off uh, fireworks, like smoke bombs yeah. in the woods. <laughs> you and know, one of them the like, place where it could catch on fire. We which were like 13. Into, yeah. yeah. We didn't know. <laughs> no, and I know. And so we were lighting off smoke bombs stupid. and uh, it caught fire. Yeah. Started the fire. I'm like, oh shit. And so we like stomped it out. We peed on it. Yeah. And then we were like, ah, it's done. That was scary. And so we left the woods. And then like maybe a half hour, an hour later, I see like fire trucks go down the street. For, like, this is all like on Ooh. the block I grew up on. Kind yeah. of. And uh, 
the fire trucks come down, whatever, and then apparently a neighbor saw me in there or something. Anyway, long story short, the fire restarted. Yeah. And it created like a couple hundred square foot small forest fire, I guess you would call it. Yeah. And uh, a couple hundred square feet. I mean, that's it's sizable. It sounds bigger than it is, but I it's think. not that big. But it's fire, right? So it's not good. That I think that's like a couple hundred square feet. A I mean, hundred square feet by definite is ten by twenty. So like, right? So that's yeah. less than a football field. Which like, yeah, way less. You know, if everything's on fire, that's a big fire. But also, like, we're not talking like the campfire in California where it, you know, is right. destroying yeah, homes. It's barely a forest fire. Right. But I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's not something you can't just let it go. <laughs> now I pled guilty. I think. Ah, uh, it's that smart. Um, probably just got what? But Probation? I, I had to write an essay, and then I think I got like. <laughs> Because, okay, so the whole thing 13, was ridiculous. So, it took you so I got six like, hours. I, was, I was a kid, right? Yeah. And I live in Essex County, which the seat of that county is Newark. Right. And so I get uh, arrested or whatever in this high profile uh, forest fire case. And I get brought in in <laughs> front of this. Of the area. Uh, I brought in in front of this uh, detective for the town. And he like takes uh, my testimony or whatever. I ask him what happened and I walk him through it. And he goes, like, All right, they said you were with two other people. And I was like, yeah, but, like, they're not involved. Right. You know, I did it. And, like, right, we have to tell us who they are. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And so he <laughs> basically threatened me. He's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to charge you with arson. Wow. And I was like, I mean, that's just my parents are sitting right there. And, like, we all almost, like, laughed. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. But I'm right. still not going to do it. And then he did. And he charged wow. me with arson. Wow. But I think that kind of helped me because then, like, when it came, I mean, I had to, like, go to court for a day and whatever. Yeah. And I go down, I get to Newark, which is, you know, they got lots of crimes down there. Yeah. And I'm this, like, (laughs) 13-year-old kid from the suburbs comes in, and the judge, like, kind of reads over the thing. He's like, this is so dumb. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his justification for charging me, because arson, you need to have intent, right? So it's like, it's using fire to destruct property or whatever, in this case, like, public lands, uh, with intent. It can't be an accident. It can't be charged with arson if it's an accident. And so his justification for that was that because it was the driest march on record in the past, like, 15 years, yeah. that was, like, I should have known better, so that's forethought, that's intent. And I was like, dude, I'm not even 15 years old. Yeah, you're like, what, do you want me to check the weather channel every right, day like, to see the humidity in the dew between, point? Like, a dumb kid fucking and, moron. But so <laughs> that happens. I had to write, like, an essay or something about, like, yeah. the dangers of fires. That probably did help because the, the smaller because the suburbs are always going to hit you with a harder right, sentence than like a real city. Right, but then you take that into like a city. place where it's right. just like Newark for a long time. I mean, now it's Camden, but it was the murder capital of the state of New Jersey. Yeah. That was close so to like, the murder capital of the like, United States for a minute. I think it was at some point, yeah. yeah. Now it's Chicago. But, right. Uh, yeah, As Newark's it not a nice be. town. Exactly. They, need, they deserve that title. That's what you need. Yeah. Them in Detroit really give us our reputation. Um but that's yeah, so that, that's fucking crazy, but I I think actually yeah the prosecutor helped you out by giving you that arson charge. Did they ever find out who your friends were that did it? No. Is there a statute of limitations? Can you reveal who they are on this podcast? Like it was, breaking no, no, news, like, you know, in the New York comedy <laughs> I'm, scene. I'm kidding, I remember uh, one of their names. I wonder if I can. I can't really remember the. I can remember what he looks like, but I don't really remember his name. Hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, all right, so you're 15, first time. Arson. I might even have been 13. I, w- I was young. I know wow. that. Yeah. Um, so, but they didn't know anything about the drug and alcohol no. use. They were just like, we're just after this fire. They didn't check you yeah, for, it was mainly like, like, I mean, I grew up in like, 
I want to say like a small town. It wasn't really that small in northern New Jersey, but it's like if you're a cop there, like I think our our cops like started out at like seventy five thousand dollars a year. Oh wow! The the chief really or the captain high. or whatever made like a couple hundred. Wow! And like they had all these cops, they had nothing to do. Like right. it's a really safe town. Right, like right, nothing right. ever happens yeah. there. I You're the biggest criminal they've had. Store. It, wow. What? Yeah. In my town, there was like a public pool and like a few like municipal buildings and there was a school or two. And you just said it's not that no, small. It sounds like the smallest town. Did you guys have a stoplight somewhere? Like, we what a, are we talking here? We might have had a couple stoplights. <laughs> yeah. But it was, yeah, there just wasn't much. Right. I think there was an A plus attached to a gas station. That's it. Nice. And that was on the border of another town. Right. So, yeah. But I mean, there's other towns near it with more going on. But yeah, so that that happened, and then uh, as I got a little older, probably like sixteen and seventeen, I uh, I started like actually getting in trouble because that was like an accident. Yeah, I'm like yeah, I got right. in trouble, but it was on my record. And right. then um, kind of like to fund just like getting money to do drugs, I used to I used to shoplift. Okay. And I got caught for that. I think I got arrested for it twice. I got caught for it a few times, and I got away. Um, and what do you mean? What do you mean away? Because I've always been curious. Didn't with get like, arrested. Like the mall cop catches you, and they just like, all yeah. right, go home, kid. Like, dude, I got caught by a here. mall cop one time when I was seventeen at the uh, this mall near to where I grew up, and uh, I was seventeen years old, and I had like my first real girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was actually, I was so like. So you went for the jewelry? Yeah, I was shoplifting for Nice. Her, right? Nice. Such a and romantic. So I had, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was an idiot. But I had, okay, so I had a bad ha- kind of a gross habit yeah, when I was one. a kid. Oh, it was so many. But yeah, <laughs> I had a gross one when I was 17. This is something I'll still do it every once in a while because I think yeah. it's polite. I had a girlfriend. Okay. We're both 17. Yep. And if we would have sex. Like at her house, yeah. I couldn't just like throw the condom away in her garbage. Okay. Because like her parents might find it, right? Sure. And then yeah. I'm not gonna be able We've to see her anymore, there. right? So what I used to do was I used to like we'd have sex or whatever, and I take the condom and I'd, I'd kind of roll it up and put it back in the wrapper. Yeah. And then I just take the whole thing, put it in my back pocket, and I'll throw it away later. Okay. But now there's a soiled condom in my pocket. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, like, like I don't mean, sit down on I've it or anything. I've been wearing these jeans right now for, like, a week and a half. Yeah. Like, I just, I never really change my jeans. So there's, like, I do four condoms in there right now? I don't use condoms anymore. Oh, there you go. But, um. <laughs> they castrated you after you got, uh, I, you arrested start, four times. <laughs> you, that's, I feel like you use them young, and then once you're, like, 24 or 25, you just really don't do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, nah, you're just I'm better so at yeah. communicating with, I think... Like, I think people are more trustworthy as you get older, so you can kind of like. And they shouldn't be. They should. They have so much they more should experience. Definitely, well, but they're also like a 16-year-old doesn't know better. Like a 25, 26-year-old, like probably at least the Knows woman because I can't HPV. speak. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even talking about uh, STDs. I was just talking about pregnancy. Like, like that's a 25, 26-year-old. Really? Yeah. That's. Oh, I, we I are the. I am not scared dudes, of STDs, but I am terrified of a pregnancy. Guys I've talked to have said that like they're not scared of the STD. They're scared of the pregnancy. Yeah. And I'm like the pregnancy is the first off. It's the one that's less. Okay, so if you that have unprotected away, sex, I understand. But if you have unprotected <laughs> sex with somebody who's not on any form of birth control, yeah. 
it is less likely that they will get pregnant right. than if one of you has like herpes and right. you have unprotected sex. Like yeah. the other person is going to get it. Sure. So it's just like the, the certainty of the communicable disease is what's scary to me. And like if you're if you're sleeping with somebody who's like similar enough in terms of mindset and outlook, like I don't want a kid right now, and I think most of the people I hook up with don't really want kids right now. Right. So like if something were to happen there, I I mean who knows how things would come to pass. But I feel like we'd be on the same page with what to do. But if yeah. I got herpes, then you have that forever. There's yeah. nothing, you know what I mean? Like, But it doesn't cost 100K to send herpes to college. But you and have that's it for where the rest of your I'm life. Like, yeah, you got a kid the rest of your life, too. Yeah, but you could like and your kid. Like, yeah, you could learn to like the herpes. I yeah. don't know. I'm, I also I'm feel like having here. a kid by accident <laughs> would be like the, the, one of the ways I might have one. Because uh, I want one. Yeah. I want a bunch, but. Right. I want, and I want them all under those circumstances. Right. All right, we're off topic. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree on uh, on on this one. Use I know there's. I know my... there's. Yes, I think we can flat out just say use protection unless you're married and prepared to have both kids and an STD. I wouldn't go as far as what you just said. Use protection. I don't think you have to be married to not. <laughs> no, I don't think you have to be married either. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a good idea, but it's mainly to not. I, yeah, I every time I get tested for STDs and I find out I don't have any, I'm like, it's the best day of your life. I'm like, this is crazy, <laughs> but all right. Um, also, like, it's, it's a not funny that thing when easy you get for tested. guys to get STDs. Yes, I don't think true, but <laughs> we also just, I mean, like, because if you have HPV, it's not going to do anything to you, right? You know what I mean? The only thing it'll do to you is you could be a carrier and you could give it to somebody else and, like, that woman could get cervical cancer. Like, it's not a great yeah, thing, but it's like... I read true. something that said as much as 80% of sexually active adults have HPV. Yeah, because you can be born... You could pass it on when... Uh, like, if your mom has it, she could pass it on to you during right. birth. So it's like... It's one of those where it's like, uh, how do you beat this? Just get it to 100% and then yeah, fuck it, Yeah, that's what right? I'm saying. We're Everybody dies of cervical cancer. It'd be great. And it, yeah, that's a complicated one. COVID deaths dropped to zero. Cervical cancer drops to 100. There we go. Solved COVID. 100% of women? Yeah, 100% of people. Oh, boy. Men are going to develop a cervix. Just to have the uh, cancer. Just okay. to have the cancer. Yep. Um, all right. So we're... Uh, where right, were so we? I, was at the mall. Were, I don't even and, remember. All right. So yeah, I, had, I used to fold these condoms up and, and put them in my back right. pocket. Yes. And uh, I guess I'd been wearing these pants for like a few days. And so I had like a couple condoms back there and like three of them or something. <laughs> And you I couldn't find to, a trash can within I would three days. I'd forget about them. All right. Like, I, I mean, I have, right You're now I have a fucking animal. My, I don't even know when I got this. Is that a condom? No, it's just napkins. Oh, all right. And these are in my pocket. Like, They've been in my pocket oh my for days. I was like, I swear to God, if you just pull out a loaded condom from in the middle of this podcast. No, that would be crazy. <laughs> that would be gr so gross. This all I've right. been looking for. Okay. Oh, there you go. Chapstick. And I didn't even know I had that there in my pocket. I was looking for it today and yesterday. Um, I got a whole conspiracy on chapstick, but... It looks, makes you more chapped. It does. Yeah. It's big chap trying to sell more chapstick. Yeah. yeah. If you use like a Vaseline, I've I'm glad this isn't a conspiracy anymore because in high school people looked it's like I'm crazy yeah. and then looked at me like I was crazy. And now as we get older, everyone's like, oh no, I'm addicted to this. Those are I have conspiracies a that I get down with. Yeah. My least favorite, because I believe in all kinds of conspiracies like uh, that. Okay. 
But when somebody's like, do you believe in conspiracies? They're never like, I think Chapstick is actually making... Yeah. They're always saying, like, I think reptilians run the... It's the craziest thing. I just things. did an episode on this. Yeah. On reptilians <laughs> or conspiracies? On conspiracies. We talked about the, the reptile government quite a bit. I got a conspiracy the, bit uh, I'm working on. All right. I'm really excited. I want to I, do it now. I'm going to need to... Yeah, don't yeah. do it here. Let's. I'll, I'll hear it at the mic. But um, all right, so you got pockets... Loaded so, with full condoms. Yeah, like my back pocket. And so I go into this place, and um, I mean, like, I'm, I'm going to steal something. Yeah. But I hadn't yet. Okay. And, uh, or maybe <laughs> I did. I don't remember. I know I had recently, and I think I maybe had something in my pocket that I stole from somewhere else or something, like, or I had weed. I don't know. I would get in trouble for what I had on me, but sure. I don't remember if I had anything from that store. I want to say I didn't. Anyway, but I'm there. And I'm looking around, and it's like a jewelry store, and I'm 17. Yeah. You know? This doesn't really make a lot of sense that I'm no, there. makes no sense. And after I'm there for, like, I don't know, five or ten minutes or whatever, these uh, three mall cops come up to me with, like, two cops and, like, their lieutenant or something in, like, a yeah, white shirt. right. And they kind of grab me, and they're like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, just shopping? And they're like, yeah, well, somebody took these earrings. We found out about that. So, did you take the earrings? <laughs> and I hadn't. And so I was well, like, no. no. And they're like, yeah, well, someone stole them in the past, like, ten minutes. They say, you've been here, so we're going to have to search you. And I was like, that's fuck. I don't have them. I didn't take them. And so he starts going through my pockets, and he, like, searches, like, my one back pocket. Oh, God. And then he sticks his hand in my other back pocket, and he pulls his hand out, and it's, like, wet. Oh, and he's God. like, what is that? Oh. And that's when I remember what's in my pocket. I'm like, oh, oh you're really not going to like the answer here. <laughs> And he goes in again and takes it out, and it's a fucking obviously used condom. Oh. And he just drops it, and he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get out of here, and don't come back for a year. You're he, banned. If he killed you, I would have been on his side. Yeah, just, but, so he just, just let me go. straight up just axed you right there. I would have been like, yeah, I get it. I, and I was like, I should carry these all the time. Because it's kid. like, a, yeah. <laughs> he deserved it. That oh would be like God. the worst thing that could happen to him that day. The worst thing that happened to me today is hearing that. Like the worst <laughs> thing that could happen is like somebody shot up the mall yeah. and like he had to take a bullet for some like old woman. Yes. Oh, but the second worst thing is he gets it's some kids exactly on that. his fingers. Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that disgusting? Jesus. Did, and you didn't even steal anything. No. I mean, I might have. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't remember. That's all I remember from that story. Wow. All yeah. right. So I that wasn't even the second time was. you got. Yeah, no, right. So you could yeah. apologize for or no, just, I just like I knew who just it was. laugh at him. <laughs> It'd be funny to know his just name. Just continuously tweet at him, you've touched my semen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Ugh. Oh, it's nasty. All right. So the second time you got arrested, shoplifting. Third time you got arrested, shoplifting, correct? Like yeah. same kind of deal where you're like Yeah, I think both times are sunglasses too. So you would go lift sunglasses and then turn around and go sell them to afford drugs. Now, were you doing drugs enough that you couldn't go get your own job or you just didn't want a I job? I had a job. I had oh. two jobs. Yeah. So you had I've two had jobs since I was like 14 or 15. I've had a job. You had two jobs like the and you were stealing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Comedy's not a job. Well, I mean, I quit my last <laughs> job in like August and I was just barking. I guess yeah. that's a job. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah. kind of a job. Um, depends how often you do. You were doing it a lot, so I, was I actually every day. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't consider it a job for me. But you guys, there were a few of you guys that were like really hitting yeah. it. So um, I'll give you credit for that. So you were working two jobs and lifting stuff I mean, I was just like a to student, afford. You know what I mean? I wasn't working like two full time jobs. This whole time I'm sure. in high school. You know what I mean? So I was like, I was making probably eight fifty an hour, working weekends. Yeah, during the day. Well, that was like, 
Yeah, that was pretty much what I did in in college. Was like, you know, eighteen hours a week, making seven fifty an hour, and then that would go to buying weed. And right. that was pretty much like, you know, it was pretty much what I did. Yeah, um, I was doing like pills and coke right. and all that. Yeah, yeah, weed's cheap compared to, uh, especially cocaine. But um, I guess I don't know the price of pills. Um, uh, I think they're usually like, a, or at least when I was doing them, they were generally like a dollar a milligram if you were doing some kind of painkiller. Yeah. And then they're usually ten bucks for any pill. And a Maybe milligram 15. will make you feel good for what? Four hours? A milligram is not going to do anything to you. You oh, need at really? least five milligrams oh, of like okay. Percocet, and that's like if you have no tolerance. But generally, you want like a ten or a fifteen milligram Vicodin or something. So you're talking like fifteen dollars for. Like five hours of feeling good. I, I know wouldn't even be that long. No, maybe like an hour wow. or two. Yeah, man. But it's also like, and then I had a thing of, um, I, from a pretty young age, I was like, even if I'd never done something before, yeah, I would be like, if if you and I were gonna go get, uh, like the first time I ever did Zant, no. Yeah, the first time I ever really did Xanax. Yeah. Because the first time I did Xanax didn't really count. But the first time I was um, like all hopped <laughs> so, up on something else, okay. I like I hooked somebody up with like an e-connect, and so he gave me a bar. Yeah. And so I did it. But after I'd taken five hits of what I thought was ecstasy, I took a Xanax, and so I didn't know what it was. It turned out to be LSD, not ecstasy. Oh. But like I, uh, yeah. So it didn't really do anything. But the first time I ever did. Uh, Xanax I like I went with my friend he got one and I got five wow because I would just like oh yeah well you're gonna do one I'm gonna need like three to five yeah yeah you're like, just I'm to gonna like want this more is what this. I'm doing today yeah. yeah wow so yeah they're expensive man holy shit so you're okay so you're lifting stuff so what second and third time was it like did you try to go for something bigger or was it just like happenstance you you just happen to get caught that time uh, it was more like yeah I remember my dad one time was like upset with me. He's like, "You need to stop sealing because you're not good at it." <laughs> and I was like, "For how many times?" I tried times to tell you I... the same thing about stand up, and you keep doing it. I no, know. I'm, I'm yeah. kidding. Well, it's the same <laughs> argument that like, <laughs> if you do it all the time, you're gonna have bad sets. Yeah. And if you're like, if you're if you're breaking rules all the time, you're going to get caught by somebody who enforces those rules every once True. in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're real good at it, but uh... even then, you would get caught. Like it yeah. would just happen. Yeah, um, unless you're like, what, the Pink Panther or whoever the Pink Panther was based off of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. It wasn't based off of Peter Sellers. It was? Or it was not? I don't know who it was. Well, he was Inspector Clouseau, wasn't he? In the uh, original Pink Panther. I don't remember. It's been so long since. Uh, I thought the the guy who stole it was, in the movie, was based off a real jewel thief. But I could be wrong about could that. Be. Um yeah, so what are your, like, I mean, by the, th- the third time that you get arrested, like, what are your parents, are they trying to ground you? Oh, or like, yeah, I was getting grounded. Like searching I, remember, your I think room? it was, like my, like, my senior year, I spent, like, I don't mean, I don't know, how long is the school year, like, nine months or something? Yeah, it's, like, September to May, June, something like September that. September to June, I think. Yeah. When, uh, yeah, I spent, like, at least seven months of that grounded. But then you're just, like, it's too much time, you're just leaving. You're just like, fuck you guys, you can't. Yeah, I used to sneak out of my house a lot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it just became, like, such a, a cycle. Like, I'd get in trouble, I'd, like, whatever, I'd do my time or whatever, and then I'd get out and I'd just do something else and I'd get in trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't, like, fun. I mean, I would think, like, my dad, he wasn't even really, like, hard on me. 
Like, he used to, what, he'd hit me every now and again, whatever. But I deserved it. You know, like, I was yeah. not an easy kid by sure. any stretch to raise. Like, I would be a, a nightmare of a kid because I just didn't learn. Like, I just, like, kept doing the exact same stuff. Yeah. And then I wouldn't until I was, like, 20. Because I, okay. I ended up stopping drinking and doing drugs for, like, the first time when I was maybe 17, maybe 18. Wow. I want to say 17. And I started, like, going to AA and stuff. And, Did that um, line up with a time that you got arrested or was it just like one day you just woke up and you're like I'm done yeah it, uh, with like the third time I think I got arrested I okay. got arrested I got arrested for shoplifting one day and then later that same day I wrapped my car on telephone pole Ooh. like I flipped my car yeah and uh, were you on something yeah that was that day yeah. I did uh, took five Xanax Oh shit! Yeah, and I got a- Xanax. Not a good driving drug. No, like it's horrible <laughs> drug in general. Because like yeah. my thing was, I was like like uppers. I I hated yeah. sleeping. I wanted right. to like just hang out and party and and have fun. And uh, yeah, they're not a good drug for that. They're no. terrible. It'll make you fall asleep no matter what you're doing. But yeah. they're fun. It's fun to like have that obstacle in your life. Like you're just so fucked up on Xanax and you're trying to like go about your normal business. Interesting. That so was like I blacked out by like eighth period. Wow. In high school. And then I just like kept going throughout my day. And I had this girlfriend uh who lived at Good, how are you? <laughs> Sorry, I was recording a thing. No worries. Speaking of your former girlfriend. Um, I have no idea who that was. I, the masks make it so fucking I hard. I want to say that was, I want to say she's a comic. I want to say that's Kendall Ketchum. But that's who? Kendall Ketchum. Oh. She's a comic. She tours, opens for, um, what the fuck <laughs> is? No it's worries. all good. That's actually not Kendall Ketchum. No, I don't, I don't think that woman is. even knows There's me. So many comedians. Like, yeah. yeah, none of you are gonna make it. She's she <laughs> no. She Kendall, tours Kendall with Ketchum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kendall Ketchum's. Uh, I I do recognize the name now that you. I was thinking like there's different leagues and I was like trying to she's not in think ours. on our yeah. league and I was like I don't know and then as soon as you were like oh no she's better I was like oh yes yeah, okay yeah, yeah. all right um, she does stuff at the pair every once in a while yeah. when that was the thing but that's it around yeah, yeah she yeah, tours yeah, yeah. Um, all right so you're you're hopped up on Xanax yeah and you gotta up wouldn't you even be the right term hop It'd down like, yeah zonked um, yeah. But so, so I go. Is I, your girlfriend doing all this shit with you, no, or is she just she like? She was a normal she kid. Sober? She would like party. <laughs> no, she wasn't sober. She okay. smoked weed. She drank whatever. She's a normal high school kid. But yeah, she would. I was like, all right. I was lying to her about like how much. Yeah. I was using because she right. wasn't cool with it. Um. Do your parents at this point they know, know how much you're doing? They knew I drank. They knew I smoked pot, and I think they knew I smoked cigarettes. But they didn't know about the Xanax, no. ecstasy, but cocaine. They, like, totally like, should not to say anything about them. I think that like when you have kids, you want to believe your kid is like yeah. the best, and like you you are you naturally have blinders on to your kid doing anything wrong. I yeah. think that makes sense, right? Because you, sure. you love your kid so much. But like there were signs, you know. Yeah. And like my dad's brother was like a huge drug addict, and oh, like wow. was it? Yeah, but he's not anymore. But like. Yeah, like he he got deported, <laughs> like because my dad's not from here. My dad's from Israel. Oh, okay. And my dad's brother say, he got deported from Pennsylvania to New Jersey. Bro, he got deported like four times, <laughs> which Holy I didn't shit. know that was like How a, did you he could keep just getting get back, back in. Well, he like came here 
he came here <laughs> and then he just stayed, right? He came here like right. legally had a visa and he just stayed. Yeah. And so that's already illegal. But then he like kept getting arrested. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, you're out. Yep. And so he left. Then he came here. One time he just walked here. Like, went to Mexico, and they just walked to the U.S. Another time he came in, wow. like, with a coyote or whatever. The he Republicans kept, like, are not talking about your brother when they talk about illegals entering the country. No, yeah, he's <laughs> some Israeli guy. <laughs> yeah. But the Republicans seem, I don't think they like Jews too much, but they do like Israelis. Because uh, they hate Muslims. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. That's such a generality. Not to get into the geopolitical like, situation yeah. again. But, the, but that uh, is a trope. It is. Yes, yeah. it is a trope. Um, so... I mean, I, I don't want to get into, like, the psychology of your, your parents here. And I wasn't, like, I wasn't trying to blame them in any way. No, I was just I trying don't, to get, yeah. like, the whole It's just uh, interesting. I mean, like, I think that when they found on. out, they were like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But I still, yeah. like, in one day, I basically, like, I took all the Xanax. And um, I went and, and in my defense, the only time I'd ever taken it before, I took, I took one bar, which is two milligrams. Okay. After taking five hits of something that I thought, well, I thought it was ecstasy. It was like a synthetic LSD. Interesting. But like, so I was so fucked up on that. Like, I couldn't figure out what was doing what in my body, sure. you know? Yeah. So I had no idea how strong it was. And, like, in my memory, I was like, oh, it doesn't do anything. And Got so I it. took five footballs, which each of those is like a half milligram. And so I took uh, two and a half so milligrams two of Xanax. And, a half milligrams. and I was like, I don't know, I was like a 17 year old high school kid. So it's like yeah. 145 pounds soaking wet. Right. And, uh, and yeah. And so I went and I drove, I drove like three people home from school, which is <laughs> crazy. They didn't look None at you them, and be no. like, no. And then, then like, God the, damn, that was a what? Friday. That was Friday, September yeah. 11th, 2009. Holy and shit. so that was a Friday. Oh, I was driving okay. these guys home from school. And on like Monday or whatever, I was talking to one of them. He was like, dude, you were so fucked up. Like when you got in your car, you just started hitting things and you're like spaceship on. And I was like, and you let me drive? <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking crazy? I, I was fucking completely blacked out. I remember dumb, any at of least. this. Yeah. And when I was driving these guys home, I like apparently like when you left my high school, you if you made a left, which is the way I would go to get to my town. You're driving on a road where there's like a river on the right. And sure. so it's like a ravine almost. And it goes down like 20 or 30 feet. And like, I was apparently like, just like going like this to the guardrail, like not hitting it, but like edging <laughs> like close, like intentionally. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, yeah, man, you're crazy. And I was like, fucking asshole. I would have been Are like, you kidding me? I'm out of this fucking car. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh my there's God. There's a Hannibal Burris joke where he's like talking about drunk driving. And he's like, you ever been like so drunk that you can't believe somebody would get in the car with you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you must really need this ride home. But yeah, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Holy yeah, so I do shit. that, and then I go, like, I guess I go to see my girlfriend. And she worked at a mall. Same mall. Yeah. And I go there. Would you and, go steal uh, from your girlfriend's shop? No, because she worked at, like, a Starbucks in a Macy's. Ah. And so I went there, and I'm, like, fall down fucked up. Yeah. And she's, like, so mad at me. And she's, yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And so I leave, I guess. I don't remember this. I leave and then I like go to look at a, a watch from like a watch retailer. Yeah. And I'm like, can I see that one? And they're like, what? Like, okay. <laughs> and then I just like took it and I left and they're wow. like, what? Like they couldn't even Smooth believe it. Smooth as fuck. I like knocked over a display and whatever. And then these guys come to take me and they put me in like the mall jail. Right. Which uh, in your case is like a drunk tank almost. Essentially. They just had me sit in a chair in like an office because there's yeah. like a police station at the mall. Well, they probably didn't even know what you were on. They had no idea. Yeah. But they knew I was, like, pretty messed up. Yeah. 
it was evident, right? Right. But so, but I wasn't drunk, which I think helped me because they probably smelled my breath or something, right? Sure. And so they had me sit in this chair, and like I kept, I always had this thing when I got in trouble with police. If I was, if I was intoxicated, I would just try and get up and walk away. <laughs> so like <laughs> well, they would be like, the watch. So why not? <laughs> they would just like come and like they'd yell at me, whatever. And as soon as they turned their back, I just like and like casually, just like yeah, well, I yeah. wouldn't run. I yeah. just like get up and walk away. Like, like the lecture's if over you now. Look I'm like leaving. You know what you're doing. Yeah. You, they'll think you know what you're God doing. Damn, you're smooth. <laughs> and so I just would do that all the time. I don't think it really ever worked, no. but I I had I did that a lot. But it was a good theory. And so I was sitting in like a the back of an office. So like the only point of egress is like past everybody out the front door right and they have me sit in a chair and i just keep getting up and walking out yeah and they're like no like that's not how this works <laughs> and like if you don't if you do that again i'm handcuffing you to the wall which they had to do nice so they handcuffed me to the wall and i'm sitting there and i had like weed in my pocket and so i'm like trying to get the weed out of my pocket and yeah, i'm gonna right. eat it just because i know they're gonna i was shocked they hadn't patted me down yet and they know that that's coming and so i do that and eventually like the real cops get there yeah and they come up and they're like uh did you give him gum? Like, because I was chewing the plastic from the baggie because I had already eaten the weed. <laughs> and they're like, what? No. And they're like, did you let him in here with gum? And they're like, I don't remember if he was chewing gum. And they're like, spit that out, boy. And I just like, swallowed the plastic. But I remember, like, the difference between, like, the mall cops and the real wow. cops was, like, stark. Yeah. But anyway, so they released me to my Kevin parents. James made a movie about the mall cops. Right. <laughs> and Seth Rogen. And Seth Rogen, yeah. Um... But so they release me to my parents or whatever, and uh, and I go home, and I'm like we're having Shabbat dinner, right? I'm Jewish, so I'm Jew dinner. Yeah. And uh, I remember coming in, and my brother just like this actually gets like sad. My brother looks at me like with disgust because like older I've been arrested now. Older. Okay. This is like my at least my third time getting arrested. I've had I've been in trouble many times. Yeah. And he's just like looking at me like fucking disgusted with me. And I go and like sit down at the table, and like I'm so messed up that yeah. like I can't even function. And so, like we're sitting and like do like a whole prayer and whatever, and I just like stick my hand into a plate of hummus, <laughs> and my dad's just hitting me, and he's like freaking out. I'm just looking for my pen, and my dad just like fucking like literally punching me in the face, and my brother wow. has to like pull him off me. It was a horrible scene. Holy shit! Very sad, but I was like, I couldn't even judge it. I mean, today it's like I look back on it and like I, I laugh because it's so ridiculous. But like, yeah, yeah it was, I felt so badly later. And then that same night, like they all kind of leave. My dad goes to take my brother into the city. He was living there, and uh, and I go to see my girlfriend. So I go to like steal my car out of my driveway and drive right. to go see her and I made it like two miles from my house before I like f hit a telephone pole and flipped it over on its side and uh, I remember like a split second of the impact and then I remember like looking to the left and like my face hurts and I'm like looking at why and it's just the ground Ugh. out the driver's side window God and then the next thing I remember I'm standing on the side of the car trying to flip it back over so I guess <laughs> I had climbed up through the passenger's door or window wow and got out that way which is cool that's so like i wish yeah, i that remember that impressive. but i don't remember it so this is all just from like taking the xanax after yeah school so what time right. is it I by took this xanax in like point. seventh period and i was blacked so out by eighth like ninth period three o'clock this is that would have been i would have ingested it at probably about 1 30 p.m yeah and then this part would have been happening at 
the earliest 11 p.m., probably closer to like 12 or 1 a.m. Wow. And so I'm like flipping over the, trying to flip over the car, and someone comes up behind me, puts me in a headlock, and drags me away. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting arrested. And it was just some random dude. And he was like, dude, the, the, the fuel line, I can smell gas, and your engine's still running. Oh, shit. And he's like, get away from the car. And so he pulls me away, and I'm, like, falling down, slurring my words. And he's like, are you drunk? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're about to go to jail. And yeah. I was like, I'm not drunk. And, like, I hadn't had a drink, right? Yeah. And so he's like, all right, dude, this is what I'll do. The cops are already coming. And I'm like, it's this really long, straight road at night. It's very dark. But you sure. can see, like, the blue and red lights just getting closer in the distance. And I was like, this is what I'll do for you. I will say that uh, there was a deer, and you had to swerve or you were going to hit it. And that's why you hit the telephone pole. I'll say that. And that you're like dazed or something, but like the rest is on you. Ooh. And then I got a reckless driving ticket. Like that worked. Holy shit! Yeah, that worked with like the police. It didn't work with like my parents though. No, my plan your parents was like just I was going to put your drive. entire hand yeah. into a bowl of hummus, blacked out, asking for your pen. So they knew they, yeah. they knew there was no deer. <laughs> but so I started getting sober like the next day. That's smart. They sent me to like an outpatient rehab. Yeah. yeah. So you were in rehab for how long? Well, it was outpatient. So sure. I did like, So essentially, it's like it's a kumon for drug addicts. Like you just go after school, right? right. Um, so I did that every day. And, yeah. yeah, it just kind of gets you off the street for a little bit longer. Because right. right. there's like a window, I believe, when like kids get into trouble. Yeah. Like when you're, if your parents are working, especially my parents worked in the city, so they're not going to get home until like six at the earliest, probably right. seven, and you get out of school in North Jersey at like two thirty-five p.m. Yeah. So then you got to do that and then go. You know, you have, uh, you have like a three, four hour window where you can get yeah. in trouble. So they try right. and eat up that time. Yep. But yeah, I was in there for like 90 days. Damn. A 90 day program. And then you got arrested again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got arrested. All right, we got five minutes left. Left. Let's rip through this uh, story. That story is crazy. I don't think I can do so. You don't think you I, I mean, we can go can't over. do it in five minutes. Well, I don't even want to really tell the whole thing because like, it's it's an inherently okay. good story, I think. And I do one time, I want to be able to like weigh it down with as much comedy as I can. I don't think okay. I have the requisite skill at this point. And I think that could be a half hour special. You know what I mean? Like that could sure. be a, a, you don't a want really to burn, burn the there's no, burn the story. No point. Basically, I, I got gotcha. arrested. I was at that point. I was sober. So I hadn't been using drugs or alcohol. Yeah. But I got into way more trouble than I'd ever got. I got in trouble with the FBI. Holy shit. I got arrested in Newark. And uh, I ended up on the no-fly list for like two years. What? All for like really a misunderstanding. And Wow. Yeah, that's now because I was 19 when that happened. That's the only thing that's on my record is that. I can tell you it's a pain in the ass to get off the no-fly list, I'm though. I'm sure it is. And it's you find out. They don't tell you. So the way you find out you're on the no-fly list is you go to, you have a different girlfriend, and she's in Italy for, Ooh. like, a summer semester or something, and uh, she agrees to change her flight so that you would go for the last week of her semester, and then she'll stay an additional week, and you go tour Italy or something. Sure. And uh, you show up to the airport, and you're like, hey, um, I want to check into my flight to Italy. And they're like, all right, what's your name? And you log it in. And uh, the guy's like, hey, just give me one second. And then he goes and, like, makes a phone call. And, like, somebody looks at you. And then I, the, the way I described it, I felt like an absence of presence behind me. 
and then a very negative authoritative presence <laughs> and that was the line clearing back and then these uh, like marshals or whatever oh, they, shit. sky sheriffs yeah, yeah. they were there and they're like yeah can you come with us and then they're like you're on the no fly list and i was like what and like, you want to tell us what that's about and i was like i mean i think i know but it's kind of silly and I kind of tell them, they're like, you know, you can be arrested just for being here right now. We could detain you. What? What we're going to do is we're just going to kick you out. So leave the airport. Dog in a stroller. Sort it out. <laughs> stroller just went is by. That really distracted. That is actually ridiculous. It's like a big dog. It's like a big ass bulldog. All right. Sorry. That's so, fine. Yeah. So they show up. They're like, we're going to, we could arrest you right now for just yeah, being just here. Just basically get the hell out of here. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And so I left. And then I just went down one flight. So I leave from departing to arriving, and I just went there, and I went inside, and I tried to, like, get through TSA security on the other. I was an idiot, so I tried to, like, still get through. So I went back into the airport, and I talked to this TSA agent. He's like, yeah, they told me I was on the no-fly list, and he's like, you shouldn't be here, man. Uh-huh. And he was, like, really cool, and he actually gave me, like... Uh, he gave you a like gun a and an entrance call, into right? the... He uh... gave me a kilo of heroin. <laughs> and it, yeah. No, he gave me, like, a number to call, and that started this, like, fucking... It took me, like, a year and a half or two years to get Holy off that thing. Holy shit. Yeah, and your girlfriend probably didn't believe you. She was so mad. <laughs> she was so mad. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, there was a point oh, where I'm like, man. my parents think I'm going to Italy. Yeah. That's, like, a, I don't know, eight-hour really flight. you're going to jail. Right. Well, like, if they arrested me right now, like, that's like an eight-hour flight. Yes. Right? And it's the flight isn't for another, like, th- four hours, essentially, from when I got there, right? Because sure. I got to the airport stupid early. Yeah. The first person that's going to know something's wrong. So, like, because here's the, I'm at the airport. I already told my, they know I'm going. Yeah. It wouldn't be crazy if I didn't text them one last time before I got on the plane. Right. And then I have an eight-hour flight, and then I have this whole thing. And the first person that's going to know something's wrong is my girlfriend who doesn't find me at the airport. So it's like I would be gone for like 18, 20 hours before anybody right. knew what was up. I and had then a phone call. But girl, like, yeah, right. Yeah, she was Man. mad. Well, I can't think of a better hook for the next time you're on this podcast. Hopefully we could, it's my Comedy Central dive, special. Yeah, right. Or uh, a hook for, for your Netflix slash Comedy Central special. But um, damn. These are some good. These are some good stories. This Word, was a. Yeah, this this was, was fun, a man. great one. Uh, even with the interruptions of my ADDness one. Uh, who that is? Yeah, I am interested. Yeah. Uh, why this group of girls and one guy just created a weird drum circle, um, with no drum. Yeah. But it's. Uh, I don't know. I guess we got to go find out. Eli, let's do it again. Uh, awesome, let's do it man. again yeah. sometime. This is great. For, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Talk to you later.